This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Ty Butler going until 2 o'clock today. And an hour from now, we'll talk to former New York Giant Jay Bromley. We'll go around the NFL. A lot of playoff implications. Obviously, it's week 17, so a ton can happen. Uh, but we just also love that we get this late in the season, and at no point so far have I looked at a Todd McShay mock draft. And I know it's tremendous, but you know every year I'm looking at mock drafts because the Jets, after September, the season's over. And that for the Giant fans, same way. You, you don't have to look at the mock draft right now. You can look at potential playoff opponents. And if you get to the playoffs, the team you want to face is the team you faced last weekend. And that's the Minnesota Vikings, who is Steve Brzezinski. I'm sorry, they're frauds. To be nine games above 500 with a plus five point differential tells me all I need to know that that is a team begging to be bounced in the first round. They've won five games this year on field goals, 11 and 0 in, in one score games. That's not sustainable. And, and Kirk Cousins, he's 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 been good. Justin Jefferson playing like the best receiver in football. I think it's still Devontae Adams, but Justin Jefferson is very much in that conversation. Minnesota is begging to be bouncing in round one. So if you're the Giants, that that's the game you're hoping you get. Beat the Colts today, so take care of business. Five and a half point failures. Just the first, I'm sorry, just the fifth time this year the Jet, uh, the Giants are favored in a game. Five and a half point favorites at home against Indianapolis, looking to get back to the playoffs for the first time since 2016, and just the second time in 11 years. I don't think the 2011 Super Bowl run is coming, but. If you get that matchup with Minnesota, I, I think you can win a playoff game. I, I think that it's absolutely a game you can, win, you can win. You almost beat them in Minnesota. Almost beat them. Took a 61-yard field goal to knock you out of that game. But like I said, take care of business here first because you don't want to have next week against the Eagles matter with Jalen Hurts coming back into the mix. So so get, to that, get, get that win today. And make it easy. Like like I mentioned, I, I got a giant fans like they never make it easy. That's why I'm not all that confident. Today should be easy. Uh, if if the easy game isn't gonna come against Indianapolis, then then maybe the easy game's not gonna come. But regardless of how it gets done, tremendous accomplishment for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley getting this team to the playoffs and Brian Dable, hell of a job in year one. I mean, kudos to you. This 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 team should feel great about its future simply because of who you have at head coach. And once you get Jones and Barkley surrounded by, you know, upper echelon NFL talent, and I always feel weird saying that because I don't want to disrespect the guys on this roster who are NFL players and balling out, but just when you do a, an overall roster analysis and compare it to all the other teams, the Giants are probably at the bottom on the offensive side of the ball. So once Shane and Dable get their guys in this system with this level of Daniel Jones, who is at his apex right now, and Barkley, who looks as good as he did in year one, that is going to be fun times ahead. Fun times ahead. It, it's going to unlock so much for this team because we, we see that he's able to coach him up with not, you know, without having the top tier talent. So imagine what it's going to mean for him to have his best players surrounded by other legitimate weapons. And it might not necessarily net more wins, but what it will do is higher your ceiling. And then we can start to talk about, like, can the Giants actually contend for a championship? Because that's what you come out of the ceiling feeling like. It's, it's, it's great to, to get back to the playoffs, 
But now what comes next is we're really going to see how great Brian Dable and, and, and Joe Shane is. And I think Daniel Jones has earned the right to, to, to be the quarterback of this team next year. So about an hour shy of kickoff at MetLife Stadium, 800-919-3776. If you're a Giant fan driving to the stadium, I want to hear from you. Because that's a big game. That, that's, that should be fun. It should be a party. And we don't want to disrespect the Colts. They're still a football team. But they just they just stink. They stink. Let, let's, let's keep it a buck. They stink. Hit me on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler. Instagram as well. Ted in the truck wants to talk. What's up, Ted? Hey, what's up, Ty? What's, what's good, um, man? Talk to I, me. Hey, well, I'm a Giant fan, and I called in last week to Dave's replacement about uh, Derek Carr being better than Daniel Jones. I mean, it's not not even close. Daniel Jones is way better. But I've been hearing the Jets want to possibly sign Derek Carr next year, and I think that will be a colossal mistake. His nice best years are behind him. Hmm? He's still young. Yeah. He, he's look, 31? He don't do yeah, it for me. He does not do it for me. But you know, here, so here's the thing, Ted. Like, it, it, even if Derek Carr isn't like a dream scenario, like you wake up today and you're like, you know who I would love to have at quarterback, and, and you make a list. Even if he's not at the top of the list, you're almost judging it against what the alternatives are. So it's not Derek Carr well, against. Well, the alternative is Mike White, and I think Mike White is better. He's got the pulse of the locker room. The guys stand behind him, and I would go after Aaron Rodgers. I would go after Rodgers or Garoppolo. Before I would go after Derek Carr, Garoppolo knows the system. He can get this offense just moving on schedule. That's all they no, need. I, I They'll want need no, Derek Carr to come in. I want, I want no part. I want no part of Jimmy Garoppolo. He can't even stay on the field. Yeah, I know. But when he is on the field, he wins, and he gets the. Uh, he makes the offense he, move on schedule. He wins because it feels like whoever's at quarterback for the Niners wins. They got mystery irrelevant. I, I agree with that. I, I disagree with that because. I mean, uh, the facts Trey are what they are. They, win. Brock Purdy's been winning Trey in Lance San Francisco. Not... Brock Purdy's been Mr. winning with San Francisco. He... No, I know. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, but he played four years of college. He played with Brees Hall. He played with Lazard. He, he, was, he was good. See, people are forgetting that. You know, people that don't watch the NCAA... Brock Purdy was a quality quarterback. The fact that he went last was ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, like, I know, appreciate the I appreciate the call, Ted. Let's let's not build him up to be anything better than what he is. No, no one thought he was going to be this good, and that's evidenced by where he was taken in the, in the draft. And look, all the scouts and and people who work in NFL front offices, you know, watch college football, and that's where he went. I, I think it's more of a product of Kyle, Kyle Shanahan just being a mastermind offensively, and you can just plug and play anybody in that in, in that lineup, and they're going to win you a lot of regular season games. Now the challenge is, can they win the Super Bowl? And that's what ultimately is going to have to be the decision that they make: who's the quarterback for them, you know, in pursuit of winning a championship. Because the Niners every year they they're one of the favorites, and at some point you got to cash in. They almost did a couple of years ago against the Chiefs. But Jimmy G missed the throw, and they lost that game. Uh, but as far as the the Derek Carr and Mike White thing, I, how how are you confident that Mike White, who started six NFL games, is better than Derek Carr? Now we there's a lot to be learned in the next two weeks, and hopefully it's the next three weeks, and maybe more than that. But to to sit up here today and say that you you know for certain that Mike White is better than Derek Carr is is something that I quite frankly disagree with.
Saul is in Brooklyn. What's up, Saul? Yes. What a pleasure to be in the dojo, Ty. What's going on, brother? Yo, what it do? What it do? Talk to me. So here's the thing. You got to let us. Oh, by the way, shout out to the company. Uh, Ty, you got to let us. You got to let the company know when you're on. You got to tweet out so we know. We'll, we'll be here. Lock, stock, and barrel, brother. You just got to let us I know. I tweeted yeah. it this morning. I, I tweeted it this oh, morning. I missed it. I was, I was, I was running around. My bad. But it's anyway, good. I'm glad here. that you. I'm glad that you're here right now. Me too. That's all glad that matters. To get so I warned you about the Backstreet Boys. So let's talk about your quarterback. We okay. need the Jets need a quarterback. He's not okay. the guy. Obviously, after that performance the other day, oof, my lord. Jack Wilson. Oh yeah. Backstreet. Yeah, yeah. No, he that 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 chapter is done. It, it's over, and the Jets are gonna tell you that he still got a path to returning but after what we've seen this year when he's been benched uh after the new england game got benched mid-game in that jacksonville game in favor of a practice squad quarterback it's over they benched him for a guy who can't throw a party yeah it's all of football so so who do you want next year i mean this is a shot in the dark but i mean do you think gardner Minshew? he's probably cheap right yeah, listen. Is he available? He, he, he might be available, and I appreciate it. Mean, you the don't call. want Derek Carr. You don't want Garoppolo, like you said, because he can't stay healthy. And it, you can't it, draft it, another one because that's what you do is destroy them. It's tough. I appreciate the call, Saul. Uh, so Derek Carr is someone who I, I definitely would take. He, he, he would be an upgrade and, and provide stability. I know he's had a down year, but people act like Derek Carr – you know, hasn't balled out in, in his career. Like, he's, he's, he's been a, a, a pretty good quarterback. Now, it hasn't resulted in a ton of winning, but he, he stays healthy. With the Raiders, started 142 games, missing just two games to regular season. So you have stability there. You know he's going to always show up. And he's the second in uh, victories as a starter for that Raiders organization, only behind Ken Stabler. And he's got their record for passing yards and passing touchdowns so he he put up numbers in vegas and oakland it just really didn't work out as far as wins and losses and this year they were expected to be really good especially when you add Devonte adams to the fold so something went wrong there maybe it's it's josh mcdaniels who just continues to be a disaster as a head coach but i would take Derek carr i absolutely would take aaron Rodgers. i, I would love lamar jackson i don't know what's happening there in baltimore I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. He can't stay healthy. And Gardner Minshew is a backup quarterback for a reason. So I, I think ideally those would be the three names. But today, honestly, I just uh, like I, I felt like today is not the day to, to have that who do you want at quarterback conversation. We, we did it all week. It's a football game going to be played in four, game, in four hours. It's the biggest game they've played in seven years and a chance to get to the playoffs. So I, I want to give Mike White the opportunity to win the job, and he's going to have his first dabs on it. And that's playing today against the Seahawks and the next week against the Dolphins. And if he can put up some numbers, get this team to the playoffs, then he's definitely going to have his name thrown into that conversation about being the starting quarterback next year. Absolutely. Jaquan in New Jersey checks in. What's up, Jaquan? Hey, happy New Year, Todd. Um, Same to you. I just want to – yeah. I just want to talk, touch in about the Jets real quick. I mean, that one caller, Brent, bro, I wanted to hang up for you. I don't know what he was talking about, <laughs> trading Zach Flynn. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Please hang up. 
But no, I think this year, overall for the Jets, I think we had a successful year. I mean, obviously, we want to win these next two games. And I think that, like, it's just been a learning. It's just a learning, a whole learning um, curve for the Jets this year. Like, I feel like every all the blame can't just be on Zach. Zach played terrible, but there's a few uh, choices I felt like Robert Sala and Joe Douglas made as far as when they even had uh, – Joe Flacco from the beginning. Obviously, he's a veteran. He's been in the game for so long. He can't even walk no more, really, behind the, behind the line. But it's just that they put him there. They put too much emphasis on the preseason. I think Mike White and, and Zach should have just competed from day one, and they should have went with a better quarterback. It was rumors, Keyshawn. Listen, I'll let you finish. I, I just don't know that you can do that when you have a guy you just take you had just taken number two overall. You've got to give him it now. If you want to say last year, maybe they should have sat him for a couple of games behind a veteran quarterback. I don't subscribe yeah. to this notion that you know keep folks keep bringing up. Well, look at Aaron Rodgers sat for three years. That's not the NFL anymore. But if you want exactly. to argue that last year maybe he should have sat for the first half of the season behind a veteran quarterback, I can go there. But it's just hard, Jaquan, when you take a guy number two overall and you're really depending on him to be your franchise-altering talent at that position to not start year two with him. Yeah, I get it, but I, uh, that's another thing. I feel like fans, we're, we're so hard. We don't like – we want anybody but Zach. But it's not Zach's fault that the Jets took him number two. He should have never been that. We should have been – we should have had Justin Fields. I don't know why we get so hyped up on – I don't know what it was. I am not even going to go there. But they took they took him. That's the issue. That's the real issue. If we have took Zach Wilson in maybe the fourth or third round, I think that's the problem with Zach. I think he has talent and, like, he needs to sit, but the Jets are ready to win now. So my only choice is when we're talking about that whole quarterback, you let Mike White compete for this job. And if he's not it, you got to go get Aaron Rodgers or, yeah, like you said, Derek Carr. Those are the only two. I don't see us getting Lamar and the mother names like they got the same they got the same durability issues Mike White and Zach Wilson I'm not going that far so yeah. if you can't get Aaron Rodgers or you can't get Derek Carr you run it back with Mike White and you got it you got unfortunately we got to get Zach the third year that's just how I see it and we got Elijah Vera Tucker gonna be coming back hopefully Brees Hall we definitely need to spend some money on running back I don't know it's the guy from uh, Kareem Hunt Go get him. If Brees ain't going to be ready to go right away, but we got to show up this line, and we definitely need a running back, and we need a a, a, a top-two veteran quarterback on the market. None of these Fugazi, injury-prone quarterbacks, and we already got that. Brilliant, brilliant phone call, Jaquan. Really appreciate it. Tremendous. I, I agree with everything you said. I, that The problem for Zach Wilson was outside of him not being the guy, but the team matured so quickly that the Jets were forced – to bench him. Like, ideally, for a young team that's not expected to do much, five and a half wins was the over-under before the season. Ideally, you want to nurture him and, and be patient. But last year, interrupted by injuries. This year, he got hurt in the preseason, the first game, and missed the first three games of the regular season. And now the team developed quicker than anyone would have expected. And when you are in pursuit of making the playoffs and it's a legitimate opportunity for you to do so remember prior to this four game losing skid the jets were were in the playoffs like we, you you look at the graph and it's not in the hunt they were in the playoffs losers of four straight now they're on the outside looking in but that 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 had to be the priority for this team making the playoffs had to become the priority over growing the quarterback 800-919-3776. More of your phone calls when we get back. 
guess we have to touch on some basketball as well, just a little bit. Knicks finally ending that losing streak last night. Nets, winners of 11 straight, but it's going to be a football-heavy Sunday, so hit us up, 800-919-3776, and on Twitter and Instagram, at Ty D. Butler, as we continue to roll. Giants in action in about 45 minutes. It's a chance to get to the playoffs. Jets, 4 o'clock start. So much happening. Jay Bromley at the top of the hour. So much to get to right here on 987 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yo, Tom, you, you, you out here auditioning for, for a DJ gig? You, you spinning the hits today. Hey, you know, maybe I am. You know, if anybody's hiring, then uh, hit me up. Uh, so you you had a party last night. Did you were you DJing? Did you have the the tunes bumping, or did you leave that to somebody else? Oh no 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 no! I left that to somebody else. I just <laughs> decided to host. Anybody else could have taken the aux. Well, there you go. There you go. How you feel about your Giants today? I'm feeling really good, but you have made the good point, and some other callers I've listened to all day and throughout the week make a really good point, and that's the Giants play all of these close games, yeah. and that makes me really concerned, especially going against a team as terrible as the Indianapolis Colts are today. If they can't even blow them out of the water, then I don't know what we're doing here. They, I already know they're not going to go on the run in the playoffs, but if they keep it close with Indy, then I don't really know what to think. Yeah, you don't feel good about, like, a game-winning field goal. Like, Daniel Jones having to march this team down for a game-winning field goal against the Colts. You'll take the win however you get it. You haven't made the playoffs in six years. But there is a way to power rank wins, and that's not the type of win you want to have today. You you want to have easy-flowing, easy-going game where it's like the third quarter you look up and you can go to the bathroom and you're th- if you're in the stadium. You just want to enjoy this because the Colts are dreadful. Harvey, you're also a Giant fan. How how are you feeling today? You know, you know the band uh, Naughty by Nature. Me myself, I'm nervous by nature. I'm always nervous <laughs> because the Giants have played all their wins pretty much close, and that just by default gives me pause. But the the Colts are awful. They're playing Nick Foles today, which I didn't. I thought he was a rumor um, by the end of the year, and he's still rumored to me. And I just think that Wick Martindale is going to unleash. Um, yeah. This defensive blitz on them. Aziz Ojolari is active. Um, X-Man, Xavier McKinney is also active. There I'm not go. sure how much he'll play. But I'm just expecting another big game by Saquon. Some play action boot by Daniel Jones. And honestly, if they can just... I don't care how they win. As long as they do it, my, my year has already been made. 2023, day one, already made. How about that? To start the year... If you're a fan of the Giants, by watching your team clinch the playoffs, I mean, nothing gets better than that. Nothing gets better than that. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Majid in Jersey. What's up, Majid? Hey, how you doing, guy? I just wanted to say I'm a Viking fan from uh, New Jersey, born and raised. Since 1968, the year that the Jets won their Super Bowl. You know, oh, so but this, uh, this people are always talking okay. about how the Vikings are a fraud. And we're twelve and three, man. Hey, we beat the Giants, we beat the Jets, we beat the Bills, and we beat some of the best. And you know, we got we we're talking about going far in the playoffs, whereas other teams are talking about next year. And I just think that people need to give us more credit than we you know than what they're giving us right now. Whether they give us the credit or not, I mean, we're still on the move. Whether we win by one or we win by forty, you know what I'm saying? No, I get it. Listen, a part of it is it's unfair, right? Like. 
to to sit sit there and judge a team at twelve and three for not being more impressive. When look, the Minnesota still has an outside shot of locking up the number one seed, get a first round by and home field throughout the playoffs. You need to win out starting today against Green Bay and then have the Eagles lose out. And the Eagles could very well lose this game today with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, though he did play well against the Cowboys last week, threw a couple of interceptions, but put up some big numbers, scored 34 points. The Vikings, look, I, maybe I should be giving them more credit, so I'm not even going to argue with you. I, 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 If I'm a Vikings fan and I'm listening to someone say that they're frauds, I'd be annoyed too. I'll be honest, I'd be annoyed. Exactly, and how about this? We beat the Packers too, and we played them again. I mean, today, you know, nothing's guaranteed. you got to play the game to win the game. You know what I'm saying? So the Green Bay Packers are doing good right now. Hell, you know, so, hey, we got an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. It's like the next team that's going to be in the playoffs. You do? So Listen, big shout-out have- to the Jets and the Giants. You know what I mean? I root for you guys. I live 20 minutes from MetLife Stadium. I go to Giant games. I go to Jet games. I'm a Viking fan for life. There you go, man. I appreciate Thanks for taking call. my call. Of course, no problem. I-, I won't even give pushback on that. As much as I would love to argue and go back and forth, like I said, if the Jets were 12-3 and and, you know, folks went out there on radio and were like, yeah, I think they're frauds, I'd be a little annoyed by that because to some degree this team does deserve credit for being this good. Kevin O'Connell has done an excellent job in his first year. Kirk Cousins on, what was that, Thanksgiving night slayed the, 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 the demon of, you know, not being able to perform well in prime time and night games by beating New England. The, the Vikings have put together a nice campaign. I I am not a believer in them because I think that they are going to be beaten in round one regardless of who they play. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. In fact, I think there's a better chance that they get bounced in round one than it is that they make the Super Bowl. But if you're a Minnesota fan, then you have every right to be excited about what you've seen this year. Justin Jefferson is a tremendous football player. He is remarkable. Big game against the Packers today. I remember the last time Minnesota swept Green Bay uh, in a season series. They beat them week one. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think Green Bay is going to win this game. Packers need to win out and get a commander's loss in order for them to make the playoffs. Looks like Christian Watson is going to give it a go pregame and, and see how he feels. But his availability is TBD. And if he doesn't play, that is a, a brutal loss for the Packers who already struggle on offense. Alan Lazard is not a number one receiver. Christian Watson has, has been playing very well of late, and that speed is, is, is a difference and can be against a very weak Minnesota secondary. So that should be a fun game at 425. So, Majid, look, all power to you, brother. I don't want to argue. 800-919-3776. Chris in New York wants to talk. What's up, Chris? Hey, Ty. How's it going? Thanks for taking the call. Of course, man. Thanks for making it. How you doing? For sure. I'm doing good. I just uh, I know you wanted to kind of focus on Today's game for the Jets, but uh, someone had made a point about Derek Carr earlier, so I had to had to chime in. Um, I really don't think you know the Jets have the luxury to say, "Oh, we don't want this guy, we don't want that guy." Right? When we when we look at the feebleness of the position, really ever. I mean, yeah, I know Namath was great, right? Sanchez, Richard Todd, all these guys. You you know this history. So I don't think you could just say. First of all, it would be a trade, right? Not a sign. He said sign. I mean that's you know that's well, Derek Carr. Well, so so here's here's how it works. They're gonna try to trade him because they want to get something for him. Right. But if right. they don't find a, a trade partner, they're gonna have to cut him within three days sure. to you know save save some money. Sure. But he's sure. got a so new trade clause that to to, yeah. to add to you know to add a little bit of a 
wrinkle yeah. to this. He's got a no trade clause. So if they yeah. try to trade him, he can, you know, decide that he doesn't want to go there. But go ahead, continue. Definitely, yeah. And I, I actually saw an interesting uh, stat on Twitter. It, Derek Carr would own, I think, six of the uh, seven best passing uh, or best seasons by a Jets quarterback in terms of passing yards. Yeah. And the, the one being, you know, Joe Namath. So, you know, I, I don't – my point is, you know, Joe Douglas in the front office has done a great job strengthening essentially every position besides, I think, a few on the defensive end. And they have to do the same with quarterback, whether that's Derek Carr. I know you don't like Garoppolo, whether it's Garoppolo, whether it's Aaron Rodgers. So I just don't think we could say, you know, I don't want this guy. I don't want that guy, which I yeah. think a lot of people tend to do. You know I, what I mean? So I agree with that. Yeah. I, I agree with that yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. Appreciate the call, Chris. If you're the uh, a Jet fan, I, to say you want you have no interest in Derek Carr, I think is is it's it's crazy when you consider what you've had at this position for all these years. I I would sign up for Derek Carr. I think he might have peaked earlier in his career. What was it? Year three when he finished third in MVP voting. He might have peaked early, but he's still a, a pretty good quarterback. And in a down season for him, and I know he is tied for the league leading league lead in interception with 14 with Dak Prescott, but he still has 24 touchdowns. And the Viking, uh, the Vikings, the Raiders haven't been good at all this year. They have fallen short of expectations. That entire division has stunk. And we thought it was going to be the best division in football, the AFC West. But... I think Derek Carr is still a serviceable quarterback who who can be pretty good, who's got a, a, a pretty good as a ceiling. In the right situation, I think he can be, be pretty good. And maybe a change of scenery can do wonders for him. More of your phone calls coming up as we march until 2 o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Ty Butler going until 2 o'clock, and at that time you'll have Jets pregame. Jets countdown to kickoff with Dan Grossa and Greg Buttle. Kickoff set for just after 4 o'clock with the great Bob Wischusen and Marty Lyons. Jets in Seattle to take on the Seahawks, and it's simple to lay out. I don't know how simple it is to execute, but they need to win today in Seattle, need to win that next week in Miami, and with New England playing games against the Dolphins and Bills in back-to-back weeks, they just need them to lose one of those two games. And if that goes according to plan, the Jets will be back in the playoffs for the first time since 2010. And hard to believe it's been that long. It, it, because it's tough in, in this league to miss the playoffs 12 straight years. Because of how you know how how much roster turnover you get, and you know it's not the NBA where there's a lottery. When you're a bad team, and the Jets have been bad pretty much for the last 12 years. They had 2011, where I guess Week 16 was still alive for the playoffs, and then lost to the Giants 2015, obviously losing Week 17 in, in Buffalo. But outside of that, a lot of four win, five win, six win seasons, and it just hasn't netted the. Uh, the blue chippers you would have hoped to be on this roster and be so impactful to help them get back to the playoffs. To, to go 12 straight years, that's tough to do. Football fans, it's not too late to sign up for the Cover 5, a free-to-play pick'em game for season-long fun, and compete against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 98.7 ESPN host. Pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread wins $100. Join the 98.7. ESPN League with code 98.7 ESPN League code with NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. The 98.7 ESPN League. Join the Cover 5 app. By the way, I really love 
the Bengals on Monday Night Football, which is so funny. It's the only game this weekend that features two teams that are both above 500. And, I mean, it, it's a beauty. It, it is an absolute beauty. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Bengals favored. I'm, I'm sorry, the Bills are favored in Cincinnati by one point. And this, 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 the, both of these two teams are still alive for the one seed. Buffalo right now has it, but if Cincinnati wins out and gets Kansas City to lose one of these next two games, which I don't think will happen because the Chiefs play the Broncos today, who they've beat, I think, I think they've beaten the Broncos something like 10 straight times. Which, I mean, how does that happen? The, the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos 14 straight times. By an average of about, about 12 points. So I don't think they're losing that game. And then next week they play the Raiders w- without Derek Carr. So the one seed still alive for Buffalo. Still alive for Cincinnati. And still alive for Kansas City. So that should be a fun one on Monday night. I love the Bengals in that game. Uh, for those of you who are interested. 800-919-3776. Back to the phone calls we go. Vince is in New York and wants to check in. What's up, Vince? How you doing? Can you hear me? Thanks for taking my call. Happy New yes, Year. Um, listen, um, I'm 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 downing on the hate, man. Everybody's hating on 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 Flacco for no reason. Uh, I'm a New York fan. Anything that says New York, I love it. All right, but uh, stop hating on Flacco. Listen, White and Stravinsky are your future. If you can't stand up on Wilson, okay. So you you use uh, Flacco as a mentor. Uh, to, to to mentor these these young cats, and uh, and you got a quarterback coach, you got a and just just uh, just deal with it what it what it is, you know, stop making up stuff and 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 just use what you got, and you won't need what you have not. Dwell on that. Thank you. Have a good day, brother. <laughs> I mean, I love that we're getting a Sunday Sunday morning sermon, but listen, the the, the it is on the table that the answer at quarterback for the Jets is not on the current roster. If you want to, if you want to anoint Flacco as this quarterback whisperer, and he can help you know help groom whoever the next quarterback is. Uh, I mean, I don't see it because. It just feels like if Mike White isn't the quarterback, you're going to go out there and get a veteran. I don't think the Jets are going to go get another unproven commodity. It's going to be a Derek Carr. It's going to be, if he's available, Aaron Rodgers. Or if he's available, Lamar Jackson. It's going to be one of those guys. Hopefully not Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's definitely in that list. on that list. It's going to be a veteran QB for this team. Because you you don't have the time with this roster to groom and to nurture someone under center. It's it's go time. If the Jets miss the playoffs next year, I, I would be it would be hard for me to believe that starting next season, Robert Sala won't be on the hot seat. And I know it sounds crazy to think about, but consider two straight years of missing the playoffs, and now you're entering year three. I think that that would be a hot seat situation in a sense of not that he's going to get fired midway through the year, but he would be expected to make the playoffs in year three. And if he's not, then you can see maybe Woody Johnson getting impatient and deciding like this isn't the direction I, I want the team to go in. We're not there yet because it's still a game to be played today. But just as far as like the the outlook on the future uh, of this team, and it's why I keep pointing to how, how big of a game this is today for for the organization getting back to the playoffs. For Robert Sala, this would be a signature moment for him. And then you got to do it all again next week because getting to the playoffs is is important. 
experience factor for your young guys, for the head coach, you know, gives him an opportunity to get there and maybe do a little bit of a reset so that there is no hot seat situation going into next year. And then Mike White, he's an, he's an unrestricted free agent, so he's playing for a big contract. So there are a lot of, collectively it's a big game, but for all of the individuals involved, it, it, it is huge. It is huge. Amir in Bayonne has a fantasy question. What's up, Amir? Hey, how's it going, bud? Thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year. Thanks, thanks for making it, man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm glad you made. It. You was up watching Seattle pretty late, huh? <laughs> yeah, watching that uh, just, New Year's New Year's Eve show. Ryan Seacrest. That's a that's a tradition of my household. We love Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, he does same thing in my household. Um, just a quick question. I have a flex option on my fantasy. Wanted to see uh, pick your brain out. What do you think about Garrett Wilson or Juju Smith? Shuster or Aaron Lazard for that flex option, oh, and shit. as well, what do you think about Josh Jacobs? Hmm, appreciate the call. I so as far I don't love Lazard. It, it depends because if Christian Watson doesn't play, then Lazard might Lazard might have to be the play. That's the if the Packers are going to score passing touchdowns, he's going to be the key target. Got no faith in Robert Tanya, the the tight end. Dobbs has is, is been shaky to me. If Watson's not playing, then you might have to go Alan Lazard, even though I don't love that. Garrett Wilson against a, a Seattle Seahawks defense that's not great. Juju Smith-Schuster, they're playing the, the Broncos today. And, you know, as I mentioned, the Patrick Mahomes and, and, and the Chiefs have a lot of success against against Denver. I might have to go. I, I would wait to see, but you can't wait because that that game is not till four o'clock. Right now, if I had to say, just go Garrett Wilson, go Garrett Wilson, go Garrett Wilson, and yeah, play Josh Jacobs. This is the Ty Butler Show on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. JJ Watt this past week announced he's retiring. One of the best defensive players I've seen in my lifetime. Three-time defensive player of the year. He's been plagued by injuries a ton. You know, we remember like his apex with the Texans. They actually had some fun bringing him in on some offensive snaps. He was just a tremendous player, a tremendous athlete. So his career is coming to an end as the Cardinals are in Atlanta to take on the Falcons today. If you want to relive some of the Michael K. Show 20th anniversary, you can catch the Unplugged segments on the ESPN New York app. Just download the free ESPN New York app, scroll down to the Unplugged tile, and enjoy Episode 1, which is live right now. Brought to you by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games like Powerball and Mega Millions on your phone. Download the Jackpocket app and get your first Mega Million or Powerball Ticket free using code ESPN must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. 800-919-3776. Rob's in the car. What's up, Rob? Hey, um, liking your show. I'm liking your takes. Um, I guess I'm a little suspicious about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets because we got burned with a Green Bay quarterback coming to the Jets in the past. Well, Rob, um, so like, let me I, let me ask you something real quick before you continue because yeah. like, I feel like people like re- misremember this. But remember, like, let's go back to what was that? Two thousand eight. 
the Jets started off eight and three. It wasn't until Favre got hurt. He he got hurt, and, and then that's when it spiraled out of control. But through the first eleven games, it looked pretty good. And if I remember correctly, he was like in the MVP conversation. He was in the MVP conversation through those first eleven games, and then he got hurt. Uh, I think. I mean, let, to, let me go to my point. I like the idea of bringing Derek Carr, but this team has a. We need a better offensive line. We need a yeah. strong running game. A lot of this this season started going downhill when, as you mentioned earlier, when Brees Hall got injured. And I don't want to spend a lot in either draft capital or salary cap space to bring in a quarterback who's going to be, who's on the back end of, back end of his career, but it'll be good for a couple of years and not have a chance to build up an offensive line that's going to protect that quarterback. Yes. Um, we're going to, I, I hope Mike White is the answer for next year. I hope he shows that in the next two games. And if he, and if he doesn't, we're going to need someone else. Uh, but, it, it, you know, the, the quarterbacks getting injured is sometimes a symptom of something else that's wrong with the team. And I think in, in this case, we, we knew that the offensive line was an issue going into the season. It's been an issue through the season and that's something that we're going to have to fix to build a strong running game and to build protection for whoever's the quarterback next year. Yes, and I, I agree with that take. It's been a problem not just this season, but uh, for for a lot, for for majority of uh, the Joe Douglas tenure. And I appreciate the call, Rob. Uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy Football Sunday. I, I agree. Listen, you, you got to improve this offensive line, and it's a conversation that will become more prevalent. Once the season ends, whenever that is, hopefully not today or next week. But yeah, they, they masking the, the the flaws of the offensive line and, and what needs to be addressed as as far as the offensive coordinator because the play calling has been an issue this year. That's all been masked by the quarterback controversy that was that no longer exists uh, involving Zach Wilson. The Jets now having life as far as their playoff hopes are concerned. And then us projecting forward who the next quarterback is going to be. So there are, there are so many other things happening right now that is masking, yes, what you just laid out. They they have to fix this offensive line. Noel's in New Jersey. What's up, Noel? Hey. Hey, Ty. Uh, good talking to you again. I talked to you the other day with Larry. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, you know, game, rec- recognize game. Keep up the good work. Thank Keep you, bro. Swag. Uh, it's going to work for you in this industry uh, and, you know, especially in sports radio. So keep it up. Uh, I'm 40 years old. And you, the, argu- the, the audience you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, connect with, I'm connecting, man. Thank you uh, so I much. I Division really appreciate that. You got it, brother. I played Division One football at a high level. And, I'm, you know, I'm a lifelong Jets fan. When it comes back to the days at Hofstra, I grew up in Elmont, New York. Right there, uh, where Hashira, you know, is in Hempstead Turnpike down the block and used to go to the All-Star Games and Vinny Testaverde was around. I go way back, right? So here's the thing. Um, we need Derek Carr, okay? And I'll tell you why. Derek Carr can facilitate and get us 28 points a game. We're in a very peculiar situation right now with a standout defense. And if we can score 28 points a game with the weapons we have, uh, with the salary cap that we have, people are forgetting we have all-stars, pro bowlers, going into their second year, right, as, as, as pro bowlers on the Jets. We have them on rookie contracts for three to four years. So this is why we need a suitable quarterback like a Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers, 
you have to manage a personality with him, you know, a, a huge ego. So, you know, he'll be telling the coaches what to do. So I don't know if you want Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, I'm excited. And I think today if we can shut down the running game, I think uh, we can, you know, ring Seattle's bell a little bit because uh, they're due for a big game. Uh, the Jets are, I'm saying. And, you know, Seattle, I, I, I think that they've been exposed a little bit. But that running game, if they get 100 yards on us, we're in trouble. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Kenneth Walker III, that's a guy who who, who worries you. As I mentioned, he, he had a game where he, against the Chargers earlier this year, we ran for like a buck 70. Last week against the Chiefs, he ran for over 100 yards. He's, he's been, you know, their standout player. And the Jets have to find a way to, to shut him down and make Geno Smith beat them, which I hope doesn't happen because if if I've got to start my year, everyone says Happy New Year. If i got to start my new year, with the Jets being knocked out of the playoffs by Geno Smith, I, I I don't know what that means for the rest of the year. Like we might have to just punt and go to twenty twenty four. But you know the, the the Seahawks losers of five of their last six games. That that one win was against the Rams. Jets should be able to win this one today. Mike White is back, so you feel great about the elevation in quarterback produ- production going from him. Uh, going from Zach Wilson, I should say, to Mike White. So the Jets favored in Seattle, which is not something you see often. Vegas thinks that this team is better than the Seahawks, meaning that if this game were played on a neutral field, the Jets would be favored by, what, four and a half points? So so Vegas is telling you they think the Jets are, are, are the better team. And I think they are. This This version of the Seahawks. Now, if this game were played earlier in the season... When Seattle was playing well, then maybe that's a different conversation. But we know, especially in this league, it's not about who you play. It's when you play them, and the Jets are catching the Seahawks at the right time. But if you're listening to sports talk in Seattle, with the Seahawks still having a chance to make the playoffs, Seahawks fans are saying the same thing about the Jets, who have lost four straight games and have scored four a grand total of four touchdowns in the past four games. That is, I mean, talk about offensively anemic. So hopefully they can establish some kind of passing attack that can open the run game for Michael Carter and the Jets can put some points up. We talk to Jay Bromley next right here on 987 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN.